Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We live? It takes time to load the stream, honey. I don't okay. know if it's live yet. Because you said yet. 5 o'clock, so I didn't... Okay, well, I was waiting for you because you told me we were going to test, okay? So now it says loading stream, okay. so we'll wait so, and so see. It's fine, it's... but when you tell the world 5, I would just put it on 5. It appears to be live, but I don't see a picture yet, so I'll let you know when I see a picture, okay? Okay. All right, how's your audio? Can you see it? No? Check one, two, check one, two. I mean, I can two. see it, but I can't do a recording and play it back because we're live now. So then we can't. Okay. Are we live? Yes, we're live. Do you see a video? Yes. The people can hear you arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm just asking for <laughs> live. I'm ready to go. Yeah. All righty. Here we go. Where is that thing? Uh, there we go. Oh, no. All right. Ready? We're ready. Here we go. I'm ready. You still need to count me in for the recording. Just I do. I Want me to stop? Did it. No, keep going. I thought that we were already. Seven seconds because it had to be that way. Because why wouldn't it be? Maybe you were too busy arguing to. Uh, I was not arguing. I was saying if we're going to be at five. Let's go at five. Well, John on the live stream says everybody looks green and blue, especially Alex. God damn it! What? Are you f***ing kidding me? What is wrong over there? God damn it! I killed the first. I killed the. Recording and then I killed the the freaking intro. You've got to be f***ing me. This has got to be a Sunday night. I'm tired as hell day. Sorry for you listening to just the audio again. You got f***ed again. I'm sorry about that. It's not my fault. It's Alice's fault. It's not. I didn't do anything. It's so funny because I said, Alice, I said to, um, to, um, by the way, uh, 
case you don't know, that is Elvin Bishop. That is a great song, but but he starts it with, I must have been through about a million girls. You must have be king dingling. <laughs> uh, full asked, self-esteem. Somebody asked if you know the Brandy Carlisle version with El King. Uh, I I have most of Brandy Carlisle stuff, um, and um, but I have I have the version she does with Akon and One Direction, but I don't have the one with El King. Who's Brandy Carlisle? Now I'm mad. <laughs> no, why are you mad? Because Jeez. now I'm because everything was going fine, and I was the cool one, and you were the mad one, and I was fine until we started. Now, I, oh, there she is. Ooh, Brandy Carlisle. Everything okay over there? Everything okay over there? So I don't have her. I don't have her, but I will get her Brandy Carlisle one. So here's the thing. Um, that's right. I started the, the thing, and everything was great, and I was wonderful. And the whole joke was: remember, I told you to tweet out that <clears throat> that unlike the NFL, who's having um, technical difficulties, we weren't, and we weren't. Although everything I just did was not a technical difficulty; it was human <laughs> it was, caused. Yeah, it was a personal oh, problem. Over can't there. believe it. Over there on that side of the studio. Well, no, you started, started because. Because you said we have to test. We can't go on until five. No, I just asked you. I we just, said we just go Are on. we testing? I was making some progress. Burn barrel. Where are you? Where is this t- tweeted from? The burn barrel. Yes, the burn barrel podcast tweeted it. Burn but- barrel. Po- hold on. All right, and you can begin your series of apologies. Um, there we go. What I was, uh, what I was trying to tell you is that. We can't test once I start the process of doing this live stream. So when I ask, are we going to test first or would you like me to just start the process? That means... Alice, if we tell people that we're going to be on at 5 o'clock... Okay, then just say we can't test. No matter what's happening, Alice. Okay. No matter what is happening till 5 o'clock. If I am being sodomized (laughs) by a silverback in this room, doesn't matter. 5 o'clock, we're up. Don't wait for anything. Let people see what's happening. That's it. Five okay, well, the people got a real Yeah, they glimpse. sure did. They got a real glimpse today, I'll tell you and that. And it's too bad, because just until the, we started the show, things were up and up. Today was the best day ever. Well, there was a little bit of an altercation about the packy. There was not that. an altercation. There was somebody <laughs> half-assing it, as usual. My wife, I have the best wife in the world, and she's beautiful and intelligent and great. And you've, everybody saw her uh, mow the snow and what all the stuff she did today. <laughs> She is a half-ass packier. That is one That's of the things she is. not true. Oh, yes, she is. I'm very yes, good at the packier. Yes, she is. She's a half-ass packier, and, and it is it is on purpose. It is to say, well, <laughs> F you, so you need just precious vodka. Well, guess what? I'm getting the wrong kind. <laughs> I understand. I'm a stick at her, too, Alice. But you are a half-ass packier. But I'm not. So I told her, I, what I was looking forward to up. today was one of these. It is a Bloody Mary <sighs> from Cutwater. We have been, I have been uh, in drug and alcohol rehab now for a long time, Alice, almost a week. So I thought after today, after busting my behind for the family, clearing the way for commerce and uh, deliveries, you sprinkled a lot of sand on my correct. shoveled driveway. That's what I mean, it was really well done. So, so, so I said, please go to the Newburyport packing that has these and get them. And she said, I'm on the way to Groveland, <laughs> Groveland, which is somewhere different. And, and well, I knew they wouldn't have it there. And she's like, Oh, so what should I get you? Which she knew, of course, from the beginning. <laughs> but she said, This is plausible deniability. I did deniability. not. I was in the vicinity in of this. the Newburyport packing, no, right. but I did not see. I was oh, like, no. sledding children, and I right. did not see your text. But until you saw I was the text back at our meant house. to go to the packing because you went to the packing. When I got back here to this house, I saw your text. That's fine. And I was Alice, closer you know then what? to the other Most packy. people would say that it's okay to be a half-assed packier, and that's fine that you are. I still think you're wonderful, but that's just one of your things. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not, though. I do a great job at you're the packy. You're a half-assed packier. No, you're not. You're just it's weird. A stick and, it you're just because weird. Because you know weird. that you have 
the moral high ground when it comes to it. <laughs> I went to two yes. different stores to make anyway, sure I got you your pre-mixed Bloody Marys in a can. I mean, can we resume the intro of the, just so- gone the, to the show? I couldn't have gone to the store, Alice. I was busting my behind for you, and you had the only car that works now. We have now a Volvo graveyard in our driveway, and only one working car. And thankfully, it's a burnt orange minivan. Reminds me of my old gigolo days. Not so much. Um, but, uh, so there you go. I just, I love that song because it was a song that just Imus used to play in the morning. Not that I I have that much emotional attachment to Imus, but I used to work at the station that I, whatever, who cares. I told you, I, I, t- I talked to him during a charity thing when he had to call in. I said, hey, Mr. Imus, thanks so much for joining us. He goes, who the fuck is this? A-hole. All right. So, um, should we get started? Where are we now? Were you sure, still apologizing? <laughs> I mean, I think we were uh, we were going through our grievances from today, which was um... today was a great day. I thought mm-hmm. we tackled the day early. I got r- rid of a lot of my pork. Um, people ate. We had leftovers. We really cleared out the fridge. It's been very efficient the last few days around mm-hmm. here. You and I have both been behaving uh, as far as booze goes, um, and um, and and I thought it was great. We got exercise. You were out mm-hmm. there slaving. Away, well, I took. Well, I became the domestic goddess, which you expected here. Feeding all the hordes of children, bringing merriment and a settling peace to the children, and um, and it was just a great day. And it just it just knocked me out, which is which is. It has. I've been on break from drinking, which is actually really good. I needed a little break. It was good. Although, as you pointed out, we were, I think, the only people in New England that were not drinking. Yesterday, that was coat. a tough one. Yesterday, but, Alice. We, I almost, but you couldn't leave, so you I couldn't were leave. Stuck. I thought about leaving. I thought about. I you looked, tried to shovel. I think at night, and you couldn't get out. I looked at the WD forty uh, more than somewhat longingly last <laughs> night. There you go. But there's so we're out of that too. So add that to the list, please. All right. Dave wants to know if you can still get that song on Spotify right now. Actually, Elvin Bishop. That's a great. That's a great point. I don't know if he's one of the people who who said to do this. By the way, what a missed. What a misfire this is. For What is wrong with people on the left that they can't just take a moment and say, wait, wait a second, let's see what's going on. Everything to them is so binary. Right. You know, just like I said, it's a disservice to the next, to the woman who's nominated for the Supreme Court because she might be the most qualified person in the world, but you've positioned it as first black woman, first black woman, first black woman. So we're going to reduce the field so it's a small field so that we get the first black woman no matter what. So it just makes it, it looks, makes it look tawdry and cheap and it doesn't, it's not great. And so everybody just jumped at me and said, well, racist says what? Now do Reagan. You're telling me that that, uh, that uh, Amy Coney Barrett was the best. It's like, well, hold on. You're not, you're not hearing me. I'm not saying that I don't want a black woman. I'm not saying that I don't want these three ladies. Maybe they're the greatest thing in the world. What I'm saying is that you could have packaged this so much better right. and elevated the person so much better had you not a year ago said, all right, yeah, I deal, dealt with Clyburn. He, he gets one free black uh, Supreme Court female person, and he aired it right there. It's like so cheapens it. If I were one of these women, I'd be like, damn, man, imagine being treated like a cheap commodity like that. But, but of course, nobody could t- take it like that. It's always a white supremacist. You don't... And it's like, it's the same thing with this... Going after Joe Rogan, sorry, you're 
you're painting the wrong target. He's not who you think he is. Mm-hmm. He's not. And you're making people who He's not even right wing, like, remotely no, at all. No. And it's like, we're not... I don't want to be where there's disinformation. It's Wait a second. You're telling me Spotify is was full of just pure information, better... And also, but you, you... That's why I think that this is the turning point. This is where the left starts to lose the media and influence high ground for good. Because they're targeting a guy here who's got really no dog in the fight. Rogan just talks to people. He'll talk to... Dr. Malone Monday, and he'll talk to Dr. You know, all in with Fauci Tuesday, and he'll do three full days of freaking um, ultimate. What's it called? The fighting crap he does. UFC. UFC stuff. Like he doesn't. He just talks to people. Right. Yeah. So you're painting a guy who just talks to a bunch of people as some kind of force of badness. Yeah, and who like Bernie Sanders in 2020? I mean, like what? Right. What do people want from him? He's like, he's a lefty, ultimately, at the end of the day. He just is willing to hear people out and, you know, talk things over. He'll, like, argue about the moon landing with right. Alex Jones for an hour. It doesn't matter to him. Like, he'll do whatever. He just wants to talk to people. And it's interesting. And that's why people like the show. I don't know that any of these people, like, who's mad about Rogan has any idea what happens on Rogan's show. I no, assume they they've never heard it at all. I don't. And that's why, like, I asked a question. Is it that they think that he's a Trumper, a MAGA guy, and they think he should be shut down? Or is it, do they know that he just has open conversations with no guardrails, and that's why they want him shut it down? Uh, I think it's a combination. I think the reason he gets so much, you know, white-hot hatred directed at him is because, um, is because, A, he has so many listeners. He's like J.K. Rowling like that, is they can't stop him. And it really bothers them that he can have anyone he wants on his show and talk about whatever. And, like, they can't do anything about it. They can't yell and scream and get him fired or get him kicked out because people are still always going to listen to him. He has, what what are the estimates? Like, somewhere between 10 and 20 million people listen to each one of his shows. Right. That's, like, 10 times the audience of any primetime cable news show it's it's a huge massive audience he has a huge microphone and they cannot stop him and that really bothers him like you can see like the anger that jk rowling gets too it's the same thing it's because they see that this person is outside of their power and they they know that their power is so psychological over people that if they can't exercise it, if people like Rogan and J.K. Rowling show how weak those people really are by just ignoring them, that other people will start to not listen to them too, right? Yeah, someone points out Shirley Lung was worried Kirk could be talking on a podcast without supervision somewhere. Like, it really bothers right. them, the idea that people can just be out here saying stuff. And, you know, it doesn't matter to them, really, whether Rogan is actually, like, some evil, crazy Nazi or something. But it's just so... it it They're not interested in the facts of the matter. The point is, he's out of their control, and that's what upsets them. Maybe, is he's a maverick, he can do maybe, whatever he wants. And... It, you know, that's why it bothers them. It bothers them that there's somebody out there saying stuff that they can't control, that they can't get fired, that there's not like CNN in charge of it trying to make sure that this person's only going to say what they want them to say. It's really, you know, they have like this control freak problem with, with, you know, stuff out there. I don't know what Tom's doing. He's bribing a child because they just hugged him. And, uh, 
yeah, but but it's really interesting that that these like boomer musicians are going around like freaking out and canceling themselves just because he's on there talking. Right, and the the, the, the newest like le- uh, list we have is um, you know like Neil, Neil Young and mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell, and it, Joe Rogan probably has more in common with Neil Young than he does with Ted Nugent. Right. As a matter of fact, Nugent was on with Rogan a few years ago, and it was kind of a little bit cold. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't. I think Rogan sensed sensed a spiel coming out of uh, out of Nugent. Right, but you know, it's funny. I saw sort of a metaphor like this, but it's like who who else would operate like this? Like, if you run a food company and you think another food company out there is selling unhealthy food, you don't like pull your food out of the grocery store to protest that they're like platforming Doritos. It's just, it's bizarre behavior. It's like so weirdly, like, you can't have one show on here that goes against what I think. I refuse to participate in this music streaming service because one person on here disagrees with me. It's like crazy. It's like how they can't have, like, how we talked about this the other day, how, like, they were so upset that Evangeline Lilly went to the anti-vax protest. Like, they can't have one person in Hollywood who's involved in, in TV or movies saying something they disagree with heaven forbid one person in a movie disagrees with you like one time no they want total absolute agreement on every topic from everybody like in every movie they watch who's on any music streaming service that they use to listen to any music like it's it's wild the level of absolute compliance they want from everybody around them or that they interact with in any way and that's why i also this is so foolhardy because people who listen joe rogan listeners they can't be easily defined they're mm-hmm. all sorts of different people it's all sorts of different people it's kind of like the Chappelle listeners to kind of, yes and so you're Chappelle carpet bombing too, like... you're carpet bombing over your own position <laughs> right. it's like you what are you but... doing people who watch some cnn still watch rogan and but they're watching you, you they're the watching point? cnn bomb rogan and like why why don't you guys get it he's but don't not... you think that's the point is is to scare friendlies into saying you better not step out of line. You better not question any of the policies on not our friendlies side. Friendlies restaurant. You mean allies? I mean, yeah, they right. don't want any of their people because that's what they have control over. It doesn't scare me when they go off Spotify to try and cancel Joe Rogan. It doesn't bother me. But who does it scare? It scares the person who's like the sort of semi normie person who maybe thought Joe Rogan was okay and was listening to it and is maybe like mostly left on a lot of issues and is like wow like you know they must really feel this must be like really bad what Rogan is. you know what I mean like that's what it scares who, if, is it scares if, if the person who's a, on the fence before being like but quote radicalized by Joe Rogan. If somebody's got a foot in both Joe Rogan and CNN then they have consumed hours of Rogan heard him think openly and honestly They've watched his mind be... No kids? Is there kids in the round? He's all... They're all up in James's room, I think. Okay, hang on one second. Um, so, but, I mean, this... So, like, once again, people who have watched CNN and watched Rogan... Mm-hmm have seen the thinking process of Joe Rogan for hours and hours with all sorts of people. They've seen him mm-hmm. d- to be influenced. He's, they've seen his mind get changed. They've seen him 
Um, you learn as he goes. They've seen James. Come here. They've seen persuasion on him. Yeah. Um, that said, hang on. Um, uh, yeah. If you want to know the transaction, is I have a package of gummy worms and a winter jacket just for this kind of occasion. Yeah. So, so what are they going to think after they've seen Rogan for hours? The way Rogan thinks, ask questions, intellectually honest, no attitude coming with it, etc. Or they're having Don Lemon, pseudo intellectual, dumb dumb, you know, talk down to them. Who's going to win that? There's no way CNN can't win this. All CNN can try to do. I is... I mean, CNN sent their doctor onto Rogan, right. and he got destroyed. Right. <laughs> like... Right. Absolutely. So, I mean. He not only got destroyed, but he cowered and whimpered in the face <laughs> of Rogan's type of gay talk to me, man, mano y mano, which they couldn't do. They're all tough guys when they're in the Atlanta studio or the DC studio, New York studio. You know, Stelter's a tough guy when he is down there in on a Sunday morning, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they can't stand up to a face to face with this guy. So like, that's why it's like they're you. I guarantee you. You put Anderson Cooper in with Joe Rogan for three hours. You're going to have a capitulating Anderson Cooper for three hours. And but and of course, why wouldn't they? And but 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 Rogan himself as well. Like, like three weeks ago, Joe Rogan believed that you can get myocarditis if you're a young person uh, at a high rate if you take the vaccine. Two weeks ago, a dude went on and said, "You're wrong about this. You're more likely to get it if you get COVID if you're a young person." Rogan said, "You're wrong." The guy said, "No, you're wrong." They looked it up. Rogan was wrong. Rogan said, "Okay, you're right," and then tweeted about it afterwards. This guy was right. Well, my God, that doesn't happen anywhere. And I think young people, especially not just young people, most people now have are so sick of it when they look at news and they look at politics that they see anybody willing to, they want to see the truth somewhere. And if somebody's willing to reverse an opinion based on the influence, yes, the jacket is um, maybe down in the family room hung up somewhere. I can't it's believe a big how jacket. difficult gray. this is. It's a big gray jacket. jacket. It's just find the big gray jacket on the first floor. That's it. <sighs> can't even buy kids off. <laughs> uh, but so, and here's another thing I think about that is that is somebody actually watching this now? Yes. Why? <laughs> no, I'm all for it. I think it's great. But isn't there footed ball or is the audio still crap? I don't know what's going on with the first I'm... game, but I think Kansas City was killing them. So maybe people gave up on that. But, oh, excellent. Um, but the next game doesn't start till like 630 okay. or something. So, Well, that's great. I'm thrilled. Here's the other thing about going after Rogan mm -hmm. is that I don't know anybody more like everybody than him. Yeah. He's just a He's dude. just regular people talking. He's like a little bit like his character in News Radio, which you probably don't remember. He's just a dude just talking. That's seriously what he That's seriously what he is. That's probably why the show is probably not that stressful for him because he's just I'm just going to shoot the breeze with somebody for a few hours. There's no pretense. I mean, I'm a hack and I look at how he does his show and I'm like I'm jealous. Like he's he goes in there just to seriously have a serious conversation. Do you, can you imagine? Like, Dave I, I, says I'm right about the football, by the way. That what? The Casey's winning in oh, football. Oh, I assume. So, oh, yeah. Poor Bengals. Poor Bengals. I do like Mahomes. He's a good guy. But who cares? But um, so that's what another thing is. Like, like, they're going after a guy who everybody can relate to, except for smartasses like John Oliver, uh, who wants to be a smartass on the weekend about him, or a Colbert, you know? But who's like them? 
Nobody's like them. Nobody's those like those guys. Them. Those guys have been bitches the last four years, crying. Colbert cries. They're in a comedy show. <laughs> it's like God. Like Rogan, not only is having real conversations, but he's actually a real comedian who does jokes on the other with his rest True. of his time. So I just think that that's incredible to me that they're that they're doing that. Oh, what a week last week was, Alice. Good. I'm glad that our show started nice and violent today. That way, it can seamlessly go right from from um, the Kirk Minahan show. You probably didn't hear the blind, uh, blind Mike and uh, and Portnoy and Kirk. I didn't hear that. Part. Incredible! If that was that was the to end the week, and then from that's from of course Turtle Boy. Uh, no, well, Turtle Boy's fiery shows, <laughs> and then the Corano Jerry stuff. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! What a week! Um, of course, mine was me fighting with me, essentially, and then a little bit you. Um, so we have some other stuff to get to, and I do want to get to some of the, I guess, philosophicals. I don't want to. I I want to make sure that, that the Patreon folks get something of their own, but there is something that I want to. Do you do you want me to do some, one of my things, or do you want to do one of your things first? Why don't you go ahead, Tanya? What? Oh yeah! Oh, are those gummy are gummy worms? worms, Daddy. Not gummy, gummy bears, yeah, but they're he uh-huh. wants. Gummy bears. You, oh, that's you what like. you like. Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. You can give. Yeah. If they're nice, you can give the other boys one or two. Okay. Okay. But those are all you. Downstairs. You can share if they're good to okay. you. Okay. Mm. Parenting one hundred and one. <laughs> Hand a child. Always make five hundred sure. cc's of gummy bears. And not his first bag, as a matter of fact. Um, so, um, uh, okay. Let's do one of your things. Let's okay. see. What do you got for us today? Oh, so, uh, I don't want to do the Gottlieb stuff right now. We'll do it a little bit later. I'm, that's a little heavy lifting. Who do you think is going to be on the Supreme? Which of the three people under consideration do you think is I think the one be- Clyburn likes. And actually, yeah. it's kind of I kind of like the story a little bit. I don't know any of them. Right. So, I've, this is... And I told you... I turned you on to this okay. whole thing. Can I, you, can I still... Sorry. Okay. No, it's uh, fine. I'm but, just. Uh, so here's my thing: is that the one Clyburn like seems to be a little more cool. That, J. Michelle Child. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about them. Usually by now, by now we'd have a reason to think that they're crazy. You know that they, you know you know it said the the wise Latina thing or something. We haven't. I don't know if this is just full. Of course, there's only a couple of media outlets who would ever report it if they were, uh, because it's three black women. But I don't. She seems fine. To me. I don't know anything. She's going to be a liberal uh, judge as long as she's not a wackadoodle. And then, then great. That's great. I mean, she's going to be a liberal judge. She's probably a wackadoodle. They probably all are. But I, yeah, I mean, I like the idea that she's the first. She would be the su- first Supreme Court justice who hasn't gone to an Ivy League school too. <laughs> like I think that's so that shows. See, that should be the diversity. That, that should proud be of. the selling point. Yes, right? that should like- be the diversity. Is that you've got somebody who didn't go to one of these institutions. One thing I don't like, and, and this is mm-hmm. this is another thing I have. It's not what I meant to go, but I heard more and more. I heard Clyburn say this today, et cetera, that you'll give young black girls a chance to see a black woman in a high place like this. They'll get to see themselves in there. Mm-hmm. So I do that, oh, there you go. There you go. I want these black girls get to see themselves up there. And I think that's a, a horrible thing to say, a cynical, horrible thing to say, because yourself is so many things. Mm-hmm. The most incidental of which is your skin color and, you know, your physical features. Yourself is so many things. First of all, we're all educated humans 
um, with life experience, with uh, intellectual capacity, having made great decisions or bad decisions, with life experiences and compassion, love, empathy, etc. Like all these millions of things. No, we just want to. So are you telling little black girls that yourself in the world is only other black women? That's uh, disgusting. That's just gross, and I understand that that I'm part of the uh, the patriarchy, and that, that the white men have been in the court for for 200 years. And this is when people tell this to me as they're calling me a racist. It's supposed to be like mean something to me, but I don't give a flying f about that that freaking Stephen Breyer or um, or Anthony Scalia. Nobody. I'm sorry. Other than the few Klansmen, no. Uh, Nobody stands around going, "Oh, good, it's a good white one." Good, I can, that see, looks like me. Now that that's that feels good because I don't want anybody. Well, to play devil's advocate, those people who say that about the little black girls, they mm -hmm. would say that you've never even had to think about people looking like you because everyone has always looked like you in every position. So you've never had to wonder if like you weren't able to do something because of the color of your skin. Well, sure, but also that's if only look like me means <laughs> just by color. Right. So yeah. I'm going, oh, good. There's another white one. There's another white one. Then when they brought in uh, Clarence Thomas, wait, wait a second. He looks a little less like me. Anyone notice this? This is not. And Sotomayor, wait a second. She looks a lot less. Clarence Thomas is a tall male human American uh, with, uh, with uh, you know, a uh, brown eyes and a nice smile. I don't know. It's like there's so many things. No, it has to just be the race. Just has to be it's like shut up. By the way, Clarence Thomas, I guarantee, was not celebrated no, as the was second in fact, uh, uh, attacked ruthlessly by Joe Biden of course, himself. Of course, of course. I mean, Joe Biden also tried to block whose was it? Somebody's nominee for like a Miguel Estrada. Uh, no, the for the who would have been the first black woman on like a, a court of appeals or right. something. I mean, like it, there, there's no rhyme or reason. They don't really mean it when they say it either. They wouldn't want a black woman. Who's a conservative? Obviously, like they. First one looks just, like me. Yeah, but it's yeah, funny. So, so there small. was this poll that you had just sent me. The ABC News did a poll. Um, Seventy-six percent of Americans want Joe Biden to consider all possible nominees, and twenty-three percent want him to only consider and nominate the first black woman. Isn't that great? Isn't <laughs> um, that great? And then this one person replied, which is like crazy to me. 76% of Americans want Joe Biden to consider all possible nominees. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. It just so happens that all the possible nominees are black women. <laughs> oh, okay. This is what happens when you position it the way he did and you force people to twist themselves into pretzels to justify it. And I understand Reagan did the same thing. He said, we want a woman. I think it was done a little bit differently. Still, I don't like that when Reagan did it. It's fine. Uh, now do Reagan. Is that what you said with Reagan? It's like what I said with Reagan. I was nine years <laughs> effing old, and I there was no Twitter. I'm sorry. Okay? Before you retaliate with a kill shot, give it a second to see if maybe I don't mean anything malicious. But that polling is wonderful, and I am all for that, and that's why we Well, I think most people don't like the idea of handing out high-level positions on the basis of race. I mean, and I think, I think people would celebrate if... He did just nominate the first black woman and hadn't talked about how he was going to nominate the first black woman before he even talked about who he was going to nominate. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think right. a lot of people would be like, wow, the first black woman, that's great. After he picked somebody 
right? But to go before you've even floated any names and say, I'm going to pick a black woman and immediately like eliminate all these people from contention. I mean, we said this the other day, any business that did that would be operating outside of the law and would be open to a, opening themselves up to a lawsuit. You know, you can't just do that. You can't say whatever. It's, it, but they're out of their minds. In their mind, two wrongs make a right. Racism, racism was so bad that we have to now do racism the other way until we get even. And you know, oh, yeah. and that's like somebody the way literally that we- said that to me, Alison. You saw that that Twitter mm-hmm. thing, right? Exactly. And that's it. Just it's all grossness and, and disgusting. But let's go then to uh, Chris Christie, and then I'll get to the thing I wanted to share with folks who are not on Patreon too. Uh, here is Chris Christie on A B A Beatles C. Today, do I have it? Where am I? Uh, there we go. Stefan, 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 Steffi asks him a question. Stay the course, a good strategy. Yeah, I love it. Stay the course, baby. <laughs> um, maybe you can get down to the twenties uh, if you're Joe Biden. Look, here are two things that people understand. You saw that funeral in New York City this week, and that isn't Donna because we have too few cops on the street. That's because prosecutors and political leaders in the Democratic Party have undercut those police officers and made it impossible for them to do their job. And the reaction you saw in New York City this week is a reaction to that. And until the president stands up and becomes the old Joe Biden, who stood up for crime prevention and safety in the streets, he's going to continue to lose on that issue. Second, I spoke to Governor Burgum of North Dakota this week. There are 500... First of all, before we go on, the old Joe Biden... Yeah. Do you think the guy who's saying we're going to get the first black female Supreme Court justice is going to stand by his mass incarceration uh, uh, legislation at this particular moment? No, sorry. I'm correcting the record here because somebody pointed out in the chat, and this is true, that Barrett went to Notre Dame for law school, not Yale. Yale But every other one that's there is Yale or Harvard. Yeah, but Barrett doesn't count. The only people in the universe are black women. So Barrett doesn't count. Sorry. Uh, by the way, um, uh, oh, I, by the way, my tirade at the beginning was this, and if you guys are do our podcast people, or if you guys use Adobe Edition, I I was I have the soundboard that I use to play stuff, and I have Adobe Edition, and if I pause the soundboard, then it'll pause. But if I'm on the Adobe Edition is out front, then it'll stop recording, which is why it stopped. And then I went over to the other thing, and then and then I stopped that, and then I stopped the other thing and stopped. So it was it was complete catastrophic. With thousand <laughs> barrels of oil a day in North Dakota that the Biden administration is preventing from being extracted. Yet at the same time, they're begging OPEC to raise their their production so that gas prices go down when we have in Pennsylvania, in North Dakota, and in Texas the ability to do this. It doesn't mean you can't continue to work on wind energy and solar and electric cars. You can continue to do that, and we should. But we should not cripple the American people and cause four and five dollar gasoline because he wants to make a political stand. Last thing, worst part of his of his week was calling that reporter a stupid son of a bitch. Because the one thing that Joe Biden has always had on his side was he was seen as a kind person. And what he's showing now is that frustration and that anger that came out there are making people wonder whether that's still true, too. So here's my feeling on this and on them giving um, uh, an in-kind donation to the Christie campaign from ABC. I understand that he's been an ABC contributor. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And he's a big alpha tough guy, as long as Trump ain't in the room. It's like, I'm sorry, that train has uh, left the station. I'm, I'm not, I generally like what he says. I think he's he's trying to bait Biden into being tougher on crime. Um, by to show to so discord in the Democratic Party if Biden actually does say that this starts sounding like he sounded in the nineties, I know that it's going to work at this point since Ron Klain, you know, makes decisions. Uh, it's 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 fine. Christie is uh, he's rotund. You would say he's rotund. Yeah, they seated him on the edge. They seated him on the edge to stick it. <laughs> he looks as big as he's ever yeah. looked. Uh, really. Um, also an update. Uh. On the football front, Dave uh, lets us know that the Bengals have actually come back. No! They are now tied 21-21 with oh the my... Chiefs in the fourth quarter. So, Oh my God, what we are we go. doing doing Maybe this? Maybe they are the team of destiny. I don't know. We need a color TV in here. I don't know. So us, uh, keep us, Let us keep, keep us praised. posted, Dave. Yep. My goodness. Uh, wow, that's exciting. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, we can't, we don't even have it, we don't even have it recorded, right? Friggin'. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll always have this time together. You do yeah. look beautiful, Alice. That is the the shirt you first wore when on our first date, Alice. Wow, good memory, honey. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? You realize that the, how tough this is for me right now. <laughs> good memory. You do have a very good memory for these things. Some things, Alice. <laughs> um, I'm not sure you were so daring the first time you wore it. Was like, okay. Um. So, uh, but you look beautiful in it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you look great. We also did promise the people we were going to uh, talk about the chicken rescue. Okay. Because yesterday, I was really worried about our chicken. I spent all day yesterday incredibly stressed out because our chicken would not come down off the shed roof. Right. And um, it was up there. And like the guinea fowl, I don't worry so much because they're kind of in the tree and they were like moving right. around and shaking themselves off. But the chicken, like I thought was dead for a while. This is in the blizzard. It's blowing through mm-hmm. the our area here in the guys and the blizzard was blowing him around. And he looked, we, it looked rough. No, he was like getting, yeah. she was getting like drifted up in snow. Like right. her little head had frozen snow to it. And then I was freaking out. And like finally I was like throwing a rake at her and like all the stuff trying to get her down. I got and, the rake stuck and, on and the roof. You, you had my son James go out with his Nerf gun, Nerf gun and which... shoot Nerf bullets at her to move her. <laughs> he missed all, the, not that they recommend that, Alice. I'm sure that's... <laughs> But but in but not only did all his Nerf bullets miss, these wouldn't hurt. These would just spook her to jump down. Then he threw the gun at her after he was out of bullets. And that got I, stuck on the shed roof. Which I appreciate it. Right. So now I have a broom handle, a uh, rake, and a Nerf gun stuck on our shed roof. But I'm not going to deal with that until, I guess, now the spring. But uh, anyway, so Tom saved the day because he had a bigger pole that was in the shed that's like an extendable one. Mm-hmm. And so I went out there and I was able to knock the chicken to kind of you know why you're her. a woman alice why because you would say tom had a bigger pole and assume that that was just being factual and not hilarious it was actually just factual though i know but you can't say that <laughs> you had a pole and it was great and it saved the day and i was able to get the chicken down and she was kind of lethargic when i scooped her up and i gave her some food and water i just gave them more uh, i poured more hot water in their feeder just before we started the show as well so they're all, everybody survived. I was able to coax all the guinea fowl down out of the tree today, too, with my bag of food, and I whistle at them and stuff, and I'm sure I look ridiculous to Some of those else. are on um, 
Instagram, I think. Yeah, so they're I all think. they're all down here now. They're all safe and sound all right, in I, from I, the storm. They I, have fed. They have water. I got to get to our thing. Oh, well done, Alice. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. People like our chicken updates. No, I think that's great. I appreciate that. I think you did a great job. Thank you very much. You would have just let the chicken die up there and I would have been fetching a frozen I chicken carcass I, off the I shed roof. I believe me and my big pole made an appearance to save the day, my friend. Okay? You weren't exactly wielding it, let's just say. Right. I wasn't. You had your hands all over. Okay, let's go. Uh, okay, I want to hit this really quickly because I happened to be getting to fall into a... Uh, oh, that's right, because I was stuck in the house during bl- the blizzard of the century, the decade yesterday, when we had no booze. So I found myself reading things, doing other <laughs> nightmarish <laughs> activities like that. I should have pulled out a jigsaw puzzle or something oh, for you, that's, honey. That's never coming to that. I don't care. I don't care. You know that when I get have my first series of strokes... And I'm unable to react to you when you have the puzzle in front of me doing it. You know what I'm thinking, Alice. You know what I'm thinking. Pure hate. Yeah, correct. Uh, okay. So, um, so I, anyway, I I ran on ran into this. Uh, where is this? I ran into this this interview from 1998 of Charlie Charlie Rose with uh, Larry David. And in '98, really nobody knew who Larry David was. You knew the Seinfeld show was huge, mm-hmm. and you knew that the, the co-writer, Larry David, some guy you wouldn't have been able to pick him out of a lineup then, had left a few years earlier. And then he was back with Charlie Rose in 98 because he was, Jerry asked him to write the last episode. That's not what this is about. Okay. Charlie Rose talks to him about money and how his life changed. And he, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll kind of uh, work our way in starting here. You don't want me to talk about this, but I am. You've made over a hundred million dollars. Now, why? Why do you? Why do you do that? Because what is? Why are you? It, why are you compelled to? What compels you to say something like that? Because I read about it. Uh, this how how Larry David show curb your enthusiasm is Larry David. You know. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. but has it made any difference? Any um, difference? Well, <clears throat> in terms of what I we're talking about, insecurity, struggle. I know that you're. Looking messages too, and I love that. But I just want because I'm, I'm listening. Gonna, I'm, gonna I'm listening. To, okay. The absence of having fun as much as you ought to. You know, I, I said in, uh, in in one article that the one difference that it's made is that you can't really complain anymore to people about yeah. various things. Although Good. it hasn't really stopped me. No, it certainly tonight. Hasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that aside, you know, you can't really complain about the little things that are bothering you because nobody really wants wants to to listen to you. They don't want to hear it. <laughs> just take your hundred million yeah, and go and away. Get the hell away from me. Um, the, the <laughs> what was your gist of that? Um, that nobody wants to hear you complain about little stuff once you're fabulously wealthy. Exactly. So now listen to this, though. This is another point Larry David brings up, and this I found to be fascinating and really just so full of wisdom that it's incredible. The other thing is that, um, you know, even though I used to worry about money a lot because I didn't really have a lot, um, I used to be, uh, you know, I'd go down to the grocery store at 3 o'clock in the morning with a jar of uh, Tropicana, a bottle of Tropicana with pennies filled and get a can of ravioli. So um, I, I didn't really have much money at all for a long time. And then, now that I have it, it's uh, it just, all that compartment that I had where I worried about money, that money's gone now. That compartment in the brain isn't worried about money, but something else jumped in so fast to take its place. <laughs> what was that? A, 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 whole, a whole assortment of <laughs> things just... that 
the worrying is still there. There's still concern yeah. in this compartment of the brain, but it's not no longer about money. It's about something else. So there was a void, and something rushed it, in to fill that void. Something rushed in to fill the void. Exactly. <laughs> so the void has been filled up. Yeah. So you got something else to worry about. I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And what I get from that is is that this level that we're at of stuff in life and life going on and this and that mm-hmm. it's like there's no fix for it and no matter what mm-hmm. out there or people who people who have more th- uh, than us or less than us and I'm, I don't just mean but money but fulfillment in family in love and mm-hmm. in career in whatever in the way right. you want to be physically whatever it's just it's very interesting that that it's that you the plane stays the same essentially, right? And there's no fix it. Okay, you've done this, and now there you go. La 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 la. There'll always be burden. You'll always be burdens will, are waiting in line. So right. if you pick some, others will. That's true, but like I do feel that there's a certain point that, um you know, things can burden you. And when those things go away, like you can feel like unburdened. Mm -hmm. I was very stressed about money six months ago and I got an additional job that's bringing extra income into our house right now. And that I feel a lot better. Like, I mean, I do have other things I worry about and other crazinesses Mm -hmm. and there's dishes piled up in the sink right now that I'm thinking about and whatever, you know, but like, but I feel a lot better not being worried to the level that I was about money last year. Right. And and I think that that's because money is one money is um is the dam that stops many tributaries from getting into your psyche. Well, right. I can is pay our bills dam. now actually. But it's by far, <laughs> but it's by far not the only one. Well, yeah, of course. Hey, by the way, we're not we're not rich. We're just No, no, no. But less But now we can in Jeopardy. You yeah, nothing's going to be repoed now. Right. <laughs> like, right. Which right. is a huge load off, right? Right. Not worrying when the phone rings about who's calling you to ask you for right. money is like, that's a really big stressor that actually like that makes a really big difference to me. So in that sense, I kind of disagree. Now I realize that because I've also had like anxieties and depressions in my life and whatever that that you can... that. There are some things that are not due to outside factors that don't just go away because you figure stuff out. And I mean, I think that's clear when you look at the lives of rich people. A lot of them are really effed up. Oh, no doubt about like, that. So but- their problems didn't go away because they had money, obviously. But there are, there are a lot of problems that money solves. A lot. I, 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 I agree that that's true. Or at least ameliorates. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do think, but there are always, always other things. Like I look at pictures, you know, uh, that, that that I've seen of, of me in 1995, 1996 or whatever, and I think, well, what a good-looking young guy. Yeah. I'm always smiling, having a great time. We were always carousing, or the drinking part of carousing, not necessarily the wench part of carousing. You but, were trying to carouse. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but but I specifically remember back then, and even talking to friends, etc. A few years after that, five years after that. And them saying, oh, wasn't that great? Weren't those great times? And they were, but they were also horribly unfulfilled. They were terrible times. Mm-hmm. Weren't happy. Look good. That's great. You know? Then again, you're 24. Everybody looks good. 
But there was no, I, I, I mean, I was probably most, I mean, although happy and dumb, totally unfulfilled, ungratified intellectually or career-wise or, you know, it, there's so many, I mean, there's there's all, I, I just, I'm with Larry David. I just think that that there's probably, that's the way to look at it, that all of these things, none of these things are going to be okay. I guarantee you, if we won a trillion dollars, <laughs> we could find a way to be broke pretty quickly. Well, and also, it's different because Larry David's probably talking about the fact that he instantly got so he, when he, he when he went from zero net worth to one hundred million in net worth. I assume that suddenly there's new stuff. You got people trying to take advantage of you, people you don't trust, mm-hmm. people suddenly coming all coming out of the woodwork trying to talk to you constantly. You know this and that. I mean, who knows? You know, lawsuits galore. I'm sorry, sure him he and Seinfeld got sued galore. You know, stuff that we can't, that we don't know, you know? Um, so we're not there, uh, you know, where, where he is to have that. But, like, but I, I think if I got an influx of, of a billion dollars immediately, I'd just, I'd be dead. I, there's <laughs> not Learjet, cocaine, um, Terry Gar, um, and, uh, you know, at some point, one of my drunken friends would try to fly the plane, and then, be, <laughs> then I mean, there's no... They're just, or maybe maybe that, that's why you're not rich. Maybe right, God is protecting you. Honey. That's that's right. That's why Shaddix have always been, have always been wealth adjacent, never, uh, never, uh, never quite um, wealthy themselves. It's good for you. It's so that you make it a little further. Well, we are. If you are on the Patreon live stream, stick around. We are not closing that out yet. Uh, we have a little more coming for our Patreon subscribers only. Um, we are going to uh, head over there. That's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. You can always find us for free on Twitter at burnbarrelpod, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast, burnbarrelpodcast.com, and burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Say la vie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.